Bokartov, we are studying Sefer Shemuel Aleph. We did the introduction to the story of Naval and Abigail in, uh, with David. So the backstory is that David, in the course of his running away from Shaul, it seems like this is what the Navi doesn't tell us, but we know from the context of this story that David had offered protection using his 600 soldiers. He had offered protection to a group of shepherds who worked for a man named Naval. Okay? And this man, Naval, was very wealthy. And now that David, after offering protection to these uh, shepherds for some, some amount of time, he sends messengers to Naval, look, it's the day that you're shearing your sheep, it's a very good day for you, you've been successful in business, could you please offer us some provisions? So now Naval responds, Me, David, who is this David guy? Who is this Ben Yishai? I don't know who is Ben Yishai. Rabbi Ma'abadim There are so many servants who are running away from their... Masters. There are so many servants running away from their masters these days. Which I pointed out potentially means that Naval is kind of like an elitist kind of guy who probably has his own servants who probably don't like him and are running away. And now he's projecting onto David. Oh, you're one of those servants. Like my servants who run away from me. You're one of those servants. And now the servants of David, they come back to David and they say, this is Naval's answer. And David, he, he says, you know what? We'll kill him. We'll kill this guy. So he, he uh, girds his sword. No, and he tells his men to gird his sword. He tells swords. his men they should gird their swords. Wait. They gird their swords. And then David girds his sword. And from here the Gemara Sanajin learns that the, whenever you're doing, when you are uh, involved in Dinin Fashot, which is what David is involved in here, when you're judging a person to death, the leader does things last so that you, the, the, the leading judge offers his opinions last so that the lower level judge aren't, you know, don't just follow his opinion. Okay, but uh, that's a midrash. Now we are back to Pasuk Yud Dalid. Luckily for Naval, he has a wife. And his wife is not as foolish as he is. And his wife realizes that what's going on here is not going to be good for Naval's family because they're all going to die. So Pasuk Yud Dalid, Abigail eshet Naval. Abigail, a wife of Naval, he gid na'arechad me'ane'arim lemor. One of the servants of Naval's house told Abigail, David sent messengers from the desert to bless our master and he brushed them off. And he, and he uh, is like he, like, um, he pushed them away, right? He, he shamed them away, something like that, okay? However, the people that our master had pushed away, these people were very good for us. We were not shamed. We did not lose any of our cattle. All the days that we went with these people, they were good to us. They offered us protection. When we were in the field, they were like a wall for us. At night and the day. All the days that we were with them, shepherding the sheep. And now, know and, and see what you should do. Because um, uh, destruction is going to befall our master. And on all of his household, including you and including us. And he is too much of a... Of a uh, he's too much of a, an angry disgusting person to speak to so we the servants we're not gonna have we can't go speak to him because he doesn't speak to anyone this guy right he doesn't speak to anyone however maybe Abigail you're his wife maybe you could speak to him 
Okay, so what does this tell us? The fact that the servant tells Abigail all we just read. What this tells us is that what David's servant originally came and told Naval was all true. We offered your people protection. Please, please offer us a little bit of, a, of a provisions. Yeah. The text, again, um, I said this 50 times, we don't have the story of David protecting Naval's shepherds explicit in the Tanakh. We have to know it's true from the context here, and that's how we know it's true. Okay? Pasuk mm-hmm. Yudchet. So Avigal goes and she takes 200 breads and two uh, things of wine and five sheep that were made, probably cooked, and five se'ah of, of, uh, of, um, of uh, grain. And raisins and dates. How does it translate all these things? Five say of toasted grain. Okay. Hundred raisin clusters. Okay. Two hundred cakes of pressed figs. Cakes of oh figs. The velim are figs. Cakes of pressed figs. Okay. But she put them on the donkey. She put them on the donkey. Now does she? Donkeys. And what did the servant ask her to do? Just talk to Naval. Talk to Naval. Now what does she do? She's trying to make a party for him. She doesn't. She doesn't talk to Naval. Oh, I thought. Who is she taking these to? She's uh, taking these to David. She's not taking uh, this one. So even she knows that this Naval, Naval guy, he's not the kind of guy you could talk to. She has to go uh, around him. Oh, I, I completely missed that. So I thought she's trying to like hire him and no, make no, no. a whole party. She's, she's not bringing this to Naval, she's bringing this to David. Uh, now, what's interesting is the, the word Vatimaher. Vatimaher Abigail. Vatikach Matayim Lechem. She did it fast. Who else behaved quickly? Who else did things fast? Which woman offered provisions to someone quickly. The person that killed the... No, I'm talking from like Humash, like Sefer Bereshit. Rivka. Rivka, when Eliezer, or the servant of Abraham came, not Eliezer, it's called him servant of Abraham because we don't know his name. Um, no, the text doesn't say his name. But, but uh, So the servant of Abraham comes and it says, Vatimaher Vatored Kadah Vatear Kadah Elashoket. And she ran and she... She rushed and she brought him water And she ran again and she brought him water So what we're seeing here is that Abigail is displaying Not only is she wise And that she's going around Naval And that she's bringing food to David When he asked She's also doing it quickly in a way With the Lashon that reminds us of Rivka Imenu Which means that this Abigail is a special woman She's being put in a class of very very special women Why is she married to this Naval? What? Why is she married to this Naval? It's a, good, it's a good question. I don't know if women had much of a choice those days. Probably their parents set them up. I think that also. How could it be that such a good woman is married to such a guy? But we'll see. We'll see. If she stays married to him, maybe they get a divorce. I don't know. She says to her servants, you go before me. I'm, going, I'm coming after you guys. And to her husband, Naval, she didn't say anything. He, she was riding on the donkey And she's coming down the mountain And she's coming down her mountain And David is coming down his mountain And then they bump into each other And now David What is David thinking? What is David thinking now? He still he, The first time when David girded his sword he, It was like impulse Like let me go kill this guy but now, David has had time to think. 
So we're going to see, we're going to get a, peer back, a view back into David's mind. Is he still thinking that he should be killing Nabal? So David says, Ah, shoot. For no reason did I protect this guy's shepherds in the desert. He didn't lose anything because of me. And he gave me bad instead of good. This is the way he treats me. So shall God do to the enemies of, of David and so shall he continue to do. I promise I won't let anybody from his household live. Even a dog that pees on the wall. Is, uh, so is an expression. Even worse than the impulse. Yeah, so, so even after David thought about it, the injustice was so grave that the impulse, that impulsive reaction is still there. Meaning, Doesn't he... Seem to be impulsive. No, it's not impulsive. I'm saying he comes to the same conclusion rationally that he should kill Naval and his family that he did when he had that initial impulse. Okay, because he was slighted. His honor what was slighted. What does it mean that uh, uh, Hashem shall do to David's enemies? It's a way of making an oath that I promise in the name of God that I'm going to destroy Naval's family. It's, just a, it's a lashon. It's, a, it's very hard to David's translate literally. David's enemies is a euphemism to David himself. He took an oath. Oh, oh that, that's, how he's, that's how it's translating. Since it was known that David had been anointed. The so you're saying God should do, I swear on God, I swear that God should kill me if I don't carry out the death of Naval's family. Essentially what he's trying to say. Okay. So um, now is right, David, now David is doing this as king. He doesn't have authority to kill people. Right. He's it, king. I, I I don't know. Has to be. Maybe or maybe or maybe or maybe David is getting carried away. Look, David doesn't under so much stress. He's running away from Shaul, constantly fearing his life, and then he goes and he offers protection to some guy, and even that guy is treating him like a like he's running away. Maybe David is cracking. I, that's what I was going to ask. Is David's behavior here in line? Is it proper? Or is he going way too far? Okay, so we'll continue Bezer Hashem on Monday with uh, that analysis. We continue Bezer Hashem on Pasuk Kafkim. Amen, amen.